When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Oregon is going to the Final Four. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. And Oregon is going to play in the National Championship game. This is Oregon football. Our connection, our toughness, our growing through moments, our DNA traits showed up at the end. Ten, five, bonus. Give me six. Pressure. Boom. Dorless got to him again. I just know how hard our guys work, and you love when they work hard, they get rewarded. To the ten, five, six. Bucky Irvin. Can he get free in his feet? He does. Franklin scores. Ferguson turns and gets into the end zone. Touchdown, Oregon. Touchdown, Ducks. It was exciting for me to see our guys go out there and execute. I'm proud of them. I love them. So really grateful for that moment. This is the Oregon Football Coaches Show on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by Toyota. Let's go places. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Country Financial Insurance. Protect what matters. And by Pepsi and Bigfoot Beverages. Go Ducks! Drink Pepsi. Now let's go to the Country Financial Studios and talk Oregon Duck football. Let's do that. I'm Joey Mack. Mike Jorgensen's here. Head coach Dan Lanning is with us. We gave Jerry Allen the night off because he is royally kicking Jorgie and I's butt in our picks <laughs> on Duck Insider. He so is. Jerry got the day off, um, and Coach Lanning's with us. He He's up four. He's missed seven picks in football games all year, Coach. So he's, he's the guy to listen to. He's the guy to listen he's to. He's undefeated six of the last eight weeks. Wow. Yeah. How many How many games did you guys pick a week? We pick all the Pac-12 games apart and from he's one. undefeated. He's undefeated. Six of the six eight, of the eight. La- last week. That's yeah. impressive. All, all year, Jerry has missed on seven games. Wow. So, look. You have the night off. You have the night off. You're good. And if you want to go ahead and take Friday off when we make picks, Jerry, <laughs> take you it just off. do that. Just go ahead and take that day off, too. Jorgie and I still can't catch you. Are you in, like, makeup mode, so now you, like, try to pick the ones? That there you that's go. That's what we were just talking about. I was two behind we last week, now I'm four that. behind. So, yeah. yeah. We bo- yeah. I, mean, I thought there were good picks I made, actually. Clearly and, not. 
Yeah. We'll tell you about him during the time. Yeah. So. yeah. so, Coach Lanning with uh, some takeaways from last week. Uh, we've got 7.30 kickoff coming up, Ducks and Trojans. It's the Toyota Coaches Show. Coach Lanning here, thanks to our friends at Pepsi and locally owned Bigfoot Beverages. Takeaways from last week, Coach, what do you think? Yeah, um, you know, it was a slow start. That's where I'd start. We had, we had a slow start, but I thought we really fell into ourselves and um, really, you know, started to take advantage of the opportunities in front of us and execute like I know we can there through the stretch, uh, especially in the second half. You never want to start slow. I mean, nobody does. You want to start off sharp and make all the plays and that type of deal. But, you know, Coach, sometimes teams like yours have had to is you got to fight through that. And the way that they fight through it has been impressive. I mean, you just you can't look back at the last play. you got to try to look at the one that's right in front of it. Yeah, it's important to be in the next play, but I, I still catch myself looking back at a couple of those mistakes early on that caught us. So it, it's important that we go back and figure out ways to fix it and make sure it doesn't happen again. So on that note, I was curious. The way that you recall plays is always amazing to me. Like, do you have a photographic memory to no. some extent? I mean, I remember certain plays. Um but no, no, I don't have a photograph. Maybe. Do you watch film in your head, though? Like, honestly? For sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. So what's that process like? Like, for someone that has no idea how to ever do that, how do you watch film in your head? I mean, you can just replay the moment. Um, I think more more than anything that's fun for me is to be able to say, okay, why didn't something work or why did it work? And I think, you know, maybe just watching it um, without that mindset, you don't always know, but... You know, if a ball hit in the B gap, who was supposed to be in the B gap, right? If, uh, you know, a route wasn't ran at the right depth, you know, what was the depth that was supposed to be run how, and how to be able to solve those problems. That's something that I think is important. How, how often do you rewatch plays? Like how many times does it take for a play to kind of be ingrained and then you can review well, it? Well, like sometimes it, you, you, a play is ingrained the moment it happened right. on the field. Um, but we rewatch, you know, a lot. You know, I think that's part of the self-scout process of going back and evaluating what you did, what you did well. What didn't show up, you know, I, I, that's something I talk about on here quite a bit is when we go back to the doctor, we look for the plays that could have been there that maybe uh, didn't happen within the game and how do we make sure they do happen or uh, transversely, how do we make sure we defend them in the future? Yeah. It's not just watching the play over and over. It's watching each of the individuals on that side of the ball on that play over and over. Is yeah, it? absolutely. And, and, and again, there might be one play that – was successful or looked successful to you know the the naked eye, but the reality is there was something in there that could have been a real war uh, later on in the season. You know, to that point, you talk a lot about how goal one A is win the game, right? And then That's always one B is the standard. So I was kind of curious if you could define the standard for everybody. You talk so much about it. Can you put it into words for us tonight? You know, more than anything, I would just say it's the expectation of the level of play and execution that we have out there on the field. You know. Um, there's a lot of one-on-one -on -one battles that exist out there on the field. It's it's about winning your one-on-one -on -one battle, but not just winning it, winning it with proper technique and, and execution. You know, Joey taught me a new word tonight. Actually, I, I know this word, but it's a big word from a guy from Ontario, Oregon. So cinematic. <laughs> yeah. The, the cinematic recaps that, that, that happen out there. Thank you for that word, by the way. I, was, I asked him over and over. I said, what's that word again? Cinematic recap. You've got players Did talking. Did you have a cinema in Ontario? Yeah, yeah. Come on. No, we had a theater. We didn't theater. have a cinema. Okay. So, right. But your players address the team. And so often, I've had people ask me that this week already, coaches. So often it's the coaches talking to the team, not the players talking to the team. And yet you've got the players talking to the team. Talk, talk about the reasoning, the why behind that, why you do that. Well, they talk to the team every week, and I think, you know, the big piece is I'm not going to be playing football on Saturday, right? Our players play football, and I think you garner confidence whenever you, know, you, you build confidence in the plan when you see the guys around you know what they're doing, what they need to do to be successful, and uh, what's their job for this team. And, you know, as a teacher, I always learned – 
you know, you know, when you've really maximized something and learned something to the fullest extent, it's when you can turn around and teach it back. So um, we do that every single week with our players. They get up in front of the team and they're able to kind of talk about what they need to execute in the game, what's part of the game plan, um, whether it's signal callers on defense or uh, keys to victory on offense, whatever that might be. Our guys do that each week. You know, it looks like you spread it out based age. I mean, there's no age limitation to it. I saw Lamar up there speaking to the team. Yeah, we have, you know, a lot of different guys we'll give an assignment to to, to be able to talk through it, especially when we get to the end of the week. Um, you know, early in the week on defense, we'll give a list of things that we want our guys to study, uh, and then they'll get up in front of the team and, and talk about what they've studied. So, a uh, plethora of guys can do it. Not everybody knows who will be called on, and we'll see how it goes once they get up there. I was going to ask you that. Like, is this in, in teaching style, right? Do you call guys out in the moment, and they got to be ready for it? I was kind of curious about that. Yeah, it's not always the same people. Um, you know, sometimes they may know that they're they're going to speak, and sometimes they don't. Um, but they always know that there's always the opportunity, right? And I think in an interactive program um, is is the key to having a lot of success. You and I have talked before about the, the teaching background of, of you and of coaching and, and how important that is. When you first bring someone on campus, how do you go about teaching them to do exactly what you're, you're talking here? Like the, the evaluation process, all those things, because it's so much more than just playing football on a Saturday. I know that. Yeah, I mean, it's just all part of our process. And I think when you show, you know, there's a lot of ways to learn. One, and you have to know that, you know, you have guys that learn in different ways. Some will learn through a walkthrough. Some will work, uh, learn through film study. Some learn through writing it down. So it, for us, we try to take advantage of all those things, right? Uh, we try to figure out what they learn best and how they learn best and then take advantage of all the tools that we have, whether it's um, watching film on the Jumbotron in the indoor and then be able to walk through it right afterwards or uh, taking a test. You know, our guys have tests every single week at the end of the week. Um, that they have to fulfill. Hopefully it's a little bit more fun than some of the tests they have to do on campus. But, um, you know, that's all part of that process. So often we talk, Jerry and I, when Jerry's here, and Joey and I talking about the offensive side of the ball this last week or the defensive side of the ball. And I asked you during the post postgame about your special teams. Made a couple of special plays, particularly back-to-back right at the end of the first half and how important it was to go in at half up like you were to continue that momentum going. So first, talk about special teams and how you felt that week was. Yeah, I think there was some positive and there were some some areas of growth. Um, but I thought I, I was pl- proud to see our return game show up in the in punt return unit. That that became really big for us. Obviously, they were right before half gives us an opportunity to score, and then uh, had some you know bombs of punts. You know, Ross has kicked really well this year, um, but that that's as good of a punt as I've seen in a long time. Yeah. How big of a deal is that? I mean, to be able to flip the field the way that he did and showed that he could do for you in that moment. Yeah, we, we had some interesting field position in this last game. I mean, we had a 99-yard drive offensively to go right. score, you know, um, put them backed up. You know, def- uh, our, our defense had them backed up in a coming-out situation, so all those are really big moments for us. Yeah, yeah. and the punt's not that big of a deal if you don't make the defensive right. stand to get the ball back, right? That's right. Yeah. Right. We're going to get time out. Coach Landing's here. It's the Toyota Coaches Show. we got more coming up in the Country Financial Studio. Uh, Ducks and Trojans coming up 7.30 Saturday. Keep it here on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Wherever you are in life, once a duck, always a duck, and that's OCCU. Since 1956, OCCU has helped the University of Oregon community take flight financially with great rates, lower fees, nationwide ATM access, and mobile banking. Earn more interest with remarkable checking and show your duck devotion with a duck debit card. If you're a duck, you belong at OCCU. Go Ducks! Join OCCU. Learn more at myoccu.org slash getduckdebit. Insured by NCUA. Fubo is the official streaming platform of Oregon Athletics. With Fubo, you can watch every Pac-12 game, plus more college and pro sports, shows, movies, and news on over 350 live TV channels, 
Stream it live on your TV, phone, and other devices. No cable required. The best part? You can try Fubo free. There's no contract or commitment. To start watching, just go to FuboTV.com. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com. More gridiron action in one minute. Gonna throw. Oh, what a play for the battle. Touchdown, Oregon. Coming your way on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if if they can think it, they can do it. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This is your captain. We are going to be experiencing some slight turbulence. Please fasten your... Oh, hold on. Just got a video of my cat. Imagine the pilot of an airplane was as confident as you are texting and driving. Seems kind of crazy when you put it like that. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. the Toyota Coaches Show. We're in the Country Financial Studio. Our Pepsi head coaches interview. Go Ducks, drink Pepsi. Joey, Jorgie, Coach Lanning is with us. Uh, continuing to talk a little bit about last week, I did want to ask you about the depth being on display. I just got to see that on both offense, defense, special teams. Uh, some takeaways from the depth of your team. Yeah, just it, it's always great um, to continue to develop talent on our roster and figure out who can play for you at a high level. I think we've got a lot of guys here. We've got a talented group. And you have a lot of guys that can play winning football. And as many of those guys as we have, we want to make sure we can see them and play them highlight the fourth quarter and the way you finished the game on both sides of the ball with you know new guys in there getting their opportunity and yet didn't look like anything fell off yeah i think that was one of the biggest things that i was excited about we talk about winning you know we call it duck time we talk about winning the fourth quarter and this is one of the games that we we clearly won the fourth quarter um and you know when we go out there a lot of times in games you send a younger out a younger group out and you're like okay we're just going to run the ball you know the entire time but right. for us it's developing those guys and getting an opportunity to to grow them and yeah we want to run the ball but we want to be able to throw it effectively as well and um, go out there and execute our defenses that we've ex- you know that we've installed and I thought our guys did a good job of that on both sides to that point uh, Ty Thompson uh, valuable reps just for a guy like that I'd imagine yeah extremely valuable and you know you don't want that guy's you know first opportunity to go out there when when it's needed um, to go out there and, and just turn around and hand the ball off in a cloud of dust and I thought Ty did a phenomenal job of executing the plan um, you know passing the ball well you know played with great touch um, made some great uh, checks within the game so did a really good job for us on Saturday yeah, I love the way that the, the, the defense came out and played. And you mentioned the offense, too, as both sides of the ball. But, um, you know, getting those reps. And, again, one more thing about Ty Thompson, how sharp the ball came off of his hand on his throws and where they were going. Too. Yeah, very accurate. Um, did a great job, man. He did a great job executing for us. Where have you seen him grow and, and maybe all of the quarterbacks behind Bo? Fans are always interested in the quarterback position. Where have you seen those guys grow throughout the course of the season? Yeah, I think Coach Stein's done a great job. of w- One of the things that I'm always impressed with, with our quarterbacks is their intelligence to be able to execute the entire offense. You know, the a wideout might need to know his job. An offensive lineman might need to know his job or running back, vice versa. The quarterback has to know everybody's job. And our guys um, have done a great job of learning the game of football 
And then we put a lot on our quarterbacks. We ask them, um, hey, make sure we don't run this into this. Make sure we don't if, – if you see this, check us into that. And all those guys in that room have, have really developed where they can do that. To that point, uh, you have talked a lot, we have talked a lot about how great Bo Nix has been as a quarterback. So just open floor here for a second if you could, Coach. That's your camera. Just right into the camera – Tell us what you think of Bo Nix and, and, and make a Heisman campaign for him if you could. You know, I wish I could make a Heisman campaign for Bo because the reality is I don't need to. Uh, look at the film. You know, I think the guy's had two interceptions the entire year, um, which for me is always big, taking care of the ball. He's obviously gotten us into phenomenal plays. Uh, I don't think there's been a week where we've gone out there and be like, well, Bo didn't really perform well. He's been hot every single week, uh, executed at a high level every single week, and he has an expectation every time he steps on the field to win. And he, he obviously makes our team better. So special human being that's uh, doing a lot of great things for the Ducks. Scene. Yeah, good. So, well done. I like that. I'm yeah. not good at looking at it. I was just <laughs> clapping. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah, I don't want to either. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Taki Taimani, uh, Cal quarterback. Is that a touchdown? I know. Oh, I just about about is that a touchdown? I'm, I'm frustrated that I didn't run down there to make it a big deal about it, but I guess Bo would have had five touchdowns instead of six. Yeah. So. Um, have they get has 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 have his teammates on the defensive side of the ball given him a bad time about not <laughs> scooping and scoring? I don't think anybody. First, uh, first thing, get on the ball, right? Get on the ball. I, well, so we talk about city fumble, country fumble, right? <laughs> so city fumble, you're in a crowd, you get on the ball, yeah. right? Country fumble means nobody else is really around. You scoop and score. So it would be a determination based on if that was a city fumble or a country fumble. I feel like that was a country, country fumble. fumble, but. I also feel like he was in. Yeah, he he appropriately rolled in. He did the roll. Yeah. I mean, think, was the ball? I, I, I mean, think you give it to him. You know? I didn't think yeah. a knee was down. I didn't think it was either. Type know? of deal. That's yeah. a tough reactionary moment, though, isn't it? Right. What's to, the tough part? Like, <laughs> like, do you scoop and score, or do you just fall onto the ball? Oh, ask know? Steve what he would do. Yeah, Steve, would you fall onto the ball? Or scoop and score, Taki. Taki, would you fall onto the ball? You're scooping yeah, and scoring. Steve, right. Steve right. score. Yeah, I so, mean, I in the moment, I, again, I think he, I think he was in. But um, yeah, something you work. So right. maybe we need to drill that just a little bit more. Yeah. You realize Stephen Jones just walked in here and the sun disappeared, just like that. <laughs> yeah. Took just up like all that. the lights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why he's winning pancake awards. That's it. <laughs> that's right. Um, I did want to ask you before I forget, Coach. You made a point to post game with the team to shout out a guy like Zach Grisham. Um, I wanted to ask you just a little bit about that, like shouting out a guy who's who's working so hard, loves the game. That was a cool message for the team post game. Yeah, I think you know we've got a great leadership group. We got a phenomenal team, and one thing they've mentioned to me um, that I could do better, at, you know, after last year is making sure that we get to recognize everybody on our team that makes it so special. So I took that to heart, and I'll say this. Zach Grisham is one of many players on our team that come to work absolutely every single day. They never have an off day, um, never walks in the building. And to be honest, on Saturday, doesn't get a lot of praise. But he earned opportunities this past Saturday because of how hard he works throughout um, the season. He proved he can be reliable and, and we can count on him to execute his job. And when you see that happen in your program, you want to make sure you do a good job recognizing a guy that does that. And he's that's a great cool. example of yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool. great. I want to get a quick time out. Uh, Steven Jones is here. Uh, we're going to talk with him coming up. One more segment talking with Coach Lanning on the Toyota Coaches Show. A little bit about the opponent ahead, the Trojans, 7.30 kickoff on Saturday. Back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. As a local community credit union founded by teachers, OnPoint is committed to supporting the students and faculty at the University of Oregon. And on game day, we're right there with you on the field, in the bleachers, and in the classrooms. 
Drop by your local branch today and discover the many ways OnPoint can help support your financial well-being. OnPoint Community Credit Union. People are the point. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Duck fans. We're all about protecting our home turf here in Eugene. You should do the same for your home with Country Financial Insurance. Most home insurance doesn't account for inflation, but with Country Financial, yours can. If something happens to your home, make sure you can rebuild the same house in the same place. Call a local representative or 866-COUNTRY and get a solid defense for your home. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Casualty Insurance Company, or Country Preferred Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Property must meet aging condition requirements, which vary by state. There's more duck football around the corner. Got him deep. He's open. He's got it. He's gone. 10 5. Touchdown, Oregon. 60 seconds away on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. I'm Chris Jackamick. I served in the United States Air Force and I deployed three times. So in 2017, I was serving as an Air Force First Sergeant. Our motto in that role is my job is people, everyone is my business. But unfortunately, in that year, I would lose my own brother, Lance Corporal Adam Jackamick, to suicide. The majority of veteran suicides are from guns. I store my weapons securely, not only for myself, but for my family. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. My service never stops. Brought to you by End Family Fire and the Ad Council. Babes, what are you doing? What? I'm just mowing the lawn. No, it's blazing hot and dry out here. Don't you remember? Smokey Bear says. Avoid using power equipment when it's windy or dry. Where'd you learn this? Oh, it's on SmokeyBear.com with many other wildfire prevention tips. Right. Thanks, honey bear. Because remember, only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Country Financial Studio. It is the Toyota Coaches Show. Pepsi head coach interview. Dan Lanning here for one more segment. We've got Stephen Jones, Oregon offensive lineman, coming up in just a moment. Uh, we're actually just talking that Oregon women's basketball playing right now, up big, uh, late third quarter. You know, Coach, you mentioned like how much you love the the, the family atmosphere around Oregon athletics. So yeah. you've been score checking the whole time. I had I, it up there just for you. It's a perfect you. spot for me. I can see there's <laughs> a there's a TV here in the corner. It's awesome. We're up 58 to 29. So. Yeah. Love, love seeing uh, Kelly do a great job. How often do you get a chance to go to all of these other sports? That's the hard part. You know, I asked myself, you know, the other day, you know, I, I really haven't got to go to any other fall sport activities. You know, I'd love to go see our volleyball team in action. Um, but I, I always try to make sure, you know, during winter and in the spring, I get a chance to catch a couple of these games. So uh, looking forward to it when our season's done, yeah. getting to getting to a few of them. Yeah. Dangerous USC t- team coming to town. Uh, how practice has been so far? Leading? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. We've got, um, you know, great leadership. I thought we had a, an excellent Monday, excellent Tuesday uh, practice, and the day was pretty active as well. So still got some details to clean up here as we go into Thursday and uh, know our guys will approach it the right way. For fans tuning in, uh, what, what's the perspective on the Trojans? A little bit of the scouting report. Yeah, they're talented. Uh, probably um, one, one of the most, if not um, – the most you know talented team in our conference that we'll get to play against you know they've got uh, guys on both sides of the ball that can really make an impact obviously they score a lot of points um, and have been really efficient on offense for a long time so it'll be it'll present a good challenge for us this weekend there's certain things you look at on film that maybe are predictable downs and distances and what what usc and then there's the unpredictable 
you know, Caleb Williams. It, w- how do you prepare for that, the unpredictability of that piece of it? Well, we're lucky uh, to have, you know, a, a great look team out there at, on the practice field, and I've just been super impressed with Brock Thomas and the job that he's done uh, this season, but especially this week. You know, I think it frustrates our DBs a little bit when we tell Brock, no, take off. And uh, <laughs> you got to cover somebody for 10, 11, 12 seconds because that's the reality of what this game will look like on uh, Saturday. You know, Caleb's a guy that can extend plays. He can make every throw. Uh, really strong lower body. He's a hard one to tackle. So it's going to be a team effort, uh, you know, taking advantage of him. I heard you mention on Monday when you in your press conference that you can't outrun the arm, you know. Like, that, yeah. that's a challenge. Yeah, it's good the field's only 120 yards, you know, because yeah. he could throw – if you if you know, he could throw a 200. He's, yeah. he's got a special arm, a special arm talent. Um, ball spits off his hand, and there's, uh, there's really not a throw that he can't execute out there on the field. How about defensively, too? I know they went through a – they're going through, I should say, a transition in the defensive coordinator spot. How does that impact your preparation? Does it at all? Well, it certainly presents some challenges of, of the unknown, right? And um, they're doing that. Obviously, there's going to be some things that they probably change. You know, I, th- I don't know how much of a change you can expect this late in the season, but some personnel changes could happen. Some, some philosophy and scheme changes could uh, certainly happen. But the one thing we do know is they have good players over there. So they have good good players that we have to be aware where where they're at at all times and uh, be able to go out there and execute our stuff. Your team loves to attack on defense, but with a guy like this, you got to attack a little bit more to control, don't you? Well, yeah, certainly. It's, I mean, you can't um, not do what you don't. You guys do something and do it well. You got to keep doing that, but at the same time, there's a different piece of it. Yeah, this is one of those games where you don't necessarily get knockout shots on the quarterback, right? Yeah, it's it's being under control. We call it rodeo drill, right? And we work a lot of rodeo drill in practice this week, where we put a guy out there and he's running around like a chicken with his head cut off, and you gotta just try to get him down and reach for the ball because this is about being under control. And if Caleb can see it, he's gonna make you miss. So uh, certainly a, a tough challenge. We talked about special teams earlier. Another factor always, I feel like, in a game like this where there might be some points. Yeah, they have a really dynamic returner that's absolutely changed some games for them. Uh, this year, so you know, uh, all phases of special teams will be really important this week. Well, what home we at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven thirty. Home at night. Night game. Yeah. Love night game. Night you game. Like, you like night games? I like all games. Yeah. I like all games. So, you know, if, if it was up to me, um, we would eat breakfast and we go out to the uh, right. to the to football. Like you, know, you practice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just I, I, you wake up excited about going to play football. Um, but night games are fun. There's something special uh, about night games. I know this crowd's going to be. Legit, and yeah. uh, we're gonna have some great players on campus this weekend, or that are evaluating the Ducks. And I hope that experience is as special as I know it will be. Obvious question: How can fans in the environment help a weekend like this, or any recruiting weekend? I guess. Yeah, if you see a guy that looks like a high school football player that looks big, strong, and fast, go up and tell him he needs to be a Duck. <laughs> That's what I need. Uh, but no, it, uh, our fans are always, you know, fantastic, and I get to talk to a lot of those guys after the game, and they're always impressed when people know who they are. So that's a great place to start is making an impact on those guys and, yeah. and going to touch base with them. That's cool. Well, did we miss anything? No, I think you guys got it. Now we just got to play the game. All right. Uh, lastly, some, some thoughts on the guy coming up. Steven Jones will be with us. Stud. Stud. You know, it's fun. Um, your locker room is made up of uh, such a variety of people. And Steven's a guy that's got a lot of experience in our program, has been here for a long time, been here longer than me. And he's the guy that the young guys can lean on. And I think – uh, obviously, he's getting credit for what he's done on the field with his pancakes that are have been executed <laughs> each week. But what he's probably not getting enough credit for is his leadership off the field and how he impacts those young guys in the locker room and the people around him. So really proud to be his coach. He's coming up next. Coach Lanning, thank you, sir. Thank Always you. appreciate the time. Always. Pepsi Coach's interview on the Toyota Coaches Show. Stephen Jones with us next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. 
Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Dear roads, trails, and rivers, ready for some SUV action? Drive family adventures with the Highlander. Make a splash with the RAV4 or haul fun with a Sequoia. Check them at toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Fubo is the official streaming platform of Oregon Athletics. With Fubo, you can watch every Pac-12 game, plus more college and pro sports, shows, movies, and news on over 350 live TV channels. Stream it live on your TV, phone, and other devices. No cable required. The best part? You can try Fubo free. There's no contract or commitment. To start watching, just go to FuboTV.com. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com. Dear roads, trails, and rivers, ready for some SUV action? Drive family adventures with the Highlander. Make a splash with the RAV4 or haul fun with a Sequoia. Check them at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Go Ducks! It's made turn. Don't deny me the end zone. Touchdown, Oregon! This is Oregon football from Learfield. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse prediabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihadprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Toyota Coaches Show in the Country Financial Studio. I'm Joey Max. Steven Jones is here, ladies and gentlemen. God, look at he got he got the coat, the nice O on the coat. It was cold today. It was. Gotta rep the ducks of the ducks feather. Ducks of Come a feather. Come well, on look at this Get is yours. Richard, our mannequin. He's ducks looking good. Ducks of a feather. Real snazzy. I like it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have a tradition, and I don't think that you've done this before. The two-minute life story, have you heard this? Oh, yeah, we did it. We did okay. it, yeah. We'll do it again, though. We'll I couldn't, again. See, I couldn't remember if I had you do it last time or not. I got 158. Did you actually? Yeah, I got 158. Well, can you beat it? Oh, I don't know. Because I got to update my leaderboard. So that, so just this year, I've got a minute 59.56, uh, 203.86. That was your guy Casey Rogers last oh, week. Okay. And then uh, Bo got a minute 53. I'm pretty good. So... I'm nervous, but I think I got it. All right. Probably do it. Okay, so this is the revised version. You've got a whole other year, so yeah. that should fill two seconds. Yeah, no, it definitely should. You it know? definitely should, yep. All right, yep. two-minute life story, Stephen Jones, go. 
Uh, yeah, I grew up in Temecula, California. Um, you know, I got an older brother and an older sister. Uh, both my parents, uh, dad was in the military. Um, I played football down at Chaparral High School, uh, Temecula, California. Um, yeah, and then I came here in 2018. Uh, I was a recruit under uh, the crystal ball era, so, you know, that was a while ago. But uh, been here with Herbert, seen a lot of dudes come and go in this organization. Um, now I'm here. This is my sixth year. It's kind of going by a little too fast, but, you know, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I recently, since last time I've been on this show, I got me a puppy now. So yeah. I can say that I'm a, I'm a father, but, you know, in different aspects. But, yeah, I got a little uh, little XL American bully, you know, love her to death. Um, yeah, and I've just been enjoying it all. Um, what else? What else? Uh, I like snowboarding. I like all other sports. Uh, in fourth grade, my nickname was Ribs. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, because that was my favorite food. Me and all my friends was like, what's your favorite food? That's your nickname? Mine was Ribs. So. I don't think that was in your two-minute life. No, nah, I don't time. think it was in that the last is, time. I don't remember nah, that. No, I don't think it made it last time. But, uh, yeah, played basketball a little bit. Basketball wasn't the greatest, so, you know, I stuck with football and been playing it ever since. So. Well, you got a little bit more efficient in your old age. That was yeah. a minute 10. Ah, that was short. Yeah. Dang. I have I, the minute 58, I got to be honest, I had forgotten that you were that close. Yeah. So shout out shout out to past Steven yes, for, uh, for nailing the two-minute yes, life story. Uh, Talk about your family. I remember we talked a little bit about this last time. Growing up, military, I imagine that's been a big part of your life with your dad. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest things that, like, my parents taught me growing up was about discipline and respect um, in all areas of life, no matter who you come across or who you, you know, encounter. Um, respect is huge, but discipline to yourself and also, like, to the program and whatever you're doing, that's that's been huge, so... Uh, I, I treat that as a core value, and that's how I've been going about my life so far. How much has that been impactful in your life as a football player and teammate, too? You know, it's been a lot, and it, it's been very impactful. And I'd say over the last couple of years, I've seen that impacted even more. Hmm. Um, you know, when coaches start to shift or, like, um, you know, the environment around you starts to change, you kind of uh, start to lack off on certain areas. But, you know, if you maintain uh, your discipline towards what you want to reach, like the goals you want to reach and stuff like that, then it helps you, you know, keep on pushing and stuff. And, like, these last couple of years with, you know, the whole coaching change and everything, I just told myself, you know, if you stick to the culture and you abide by the rules that they tell you that, you know, that's what makes up our team, then you uh, gain more success. So I feel like that's worked out a lot. Well, and similarly, not just the coaching transitions that you've been through, but what about COVID? I mean, mm -hmm. Playing through that, being a student through that, like, yeah, you're smiling as I'm asking you this. You're like, dude, it's been a lot. Man, I, it's so crazy to think that COVID was almost three years ago now, you yeah. know. But I remember that whole COVID season like it was yesterday. You know, we was sleeping in a hotel by ourselves for almost two to three months. You know, just trying to play football. That's right. what we're all trying to do. So, but we made it through, and that was a pretty fun year. So I enjoyed it. You would have been on that tiny TV behind you, and I would have been talking to you on that. <laughs> yeah. Thing, so on my laptop, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a little. It was a little Jeez. different. Good thing we're not there now. I'm, you know, I'm I remember happy. too. Like that was one of the previous matchups with USC. You know, the last time USC was here, you weren't even I in school even yet. Yeah. It was 2015. The last time USC was here, so. I it's guess you had to long. check off one more team off your list. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. One more. I mean, I was close to – you know, it's crazy that you said that because a couple of days ago I was sitting back. I was like, have I played every team at home? And I think you will see my – They were the last one? one. Yeah. 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 So Check them fun. off the list. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have, so you've been to every Pac-12 venue then, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Stanford, Arizona, yeah. both the Arizonas. I, Shoot, I, I don't know. I think that's everything. Yeah. yeah, I think that's all of them. So, you're you're probably in a rare class, actually. Mm -hmm. Now that I think about that, there's a very select few. I think in my class that first got here, there's only two of us left, me and Steve Stevens. Right. 
So, and we're still going. So. so what is it with the Steves that you guys got the, the I don't last know. year? You know, I really don't know. And it was what a coincidence because coming in here, I never thought Steve and Steve would have been the last <laughs> two in our class, you know, yeah. remaining. So, but, yeah. you know, we're all here. So, I mean, and I love playing with Steve. I'm glad that he's still on the team with me. You know, it kind of, uh, you. it feels like there's still that connection of right. the Brotherhood 18. That was our recruit. You know, so it's always nice seeing him around. You so. know, so obvious question. I mean, you, you've, you've had that extra year now to, to make up for that year that we talked about was so tough. Like, how valuable has this year been for you? Like, how great has it been? Man, it's honestly been one of my favorite years I've been in college. Um, you know, it would have been super fun to leave with the guys I came in with, such as Alex Forsyth, Sala, TJ, and all of them. But, you know, having to come back for another year, it was a little rough. But once I started getting into it, I'm like, this is this is why I'm here. I mean, I chose Oregon for a reason. So to be able to do college for another year, basically, you know, I, I've been having a blast. The O-line room has been one of the funnest rooms I've been in. All the young guys, you know, they're all very energetic. And it reminds me of, you know, being one of them freshmen again, you know, because I'm the only old dude in there. They all call me the grandpa of the group. So yeah. it's all good, though. I, I love it. And I love hanging out with them every single day. So. You, you've embraced being a veteran, though. I've seen you at practice. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, I mean, I've had to. But I feel like you, you didn't you really embrace like you were forced into embracing. And I feel like you, you, you're a good like big yeah. brother to these guys. Yeah. I mean, that's what I try to be. You know, I, I one of my goals has always been like to be that person that people can come talk to on especially on your team if you're ever feeling like you ain't got no one to really connect with so I try to connect with everyone and a lot of, I realize that a lot of people kind of look up to me so I've kind of you know like I said I, I didn't really choose it but I, at the same time I kind of fell right into it so and I enjoy it. I enjoy being the big brother of a lot of players on the team so what's the most common piece of advice that you've given to your O-line brethren over the years um I'd probably say just keep going, uh, like a flash stick mindset. We say it all the time in the O-line room now, flash stick mindset. I think when you're a freshman and you make mistakes on the football field, it could be the end of the day. Like, it's yeah. the world's over. I just gave up a sack in practice. Like, eh, I'm done for. But if you realize that, like, those mistakes are good for you and you'll learn from those mistakes, then it's easier for you to just keep on going and understand that sooner or later you're going to be able to work it out and you'll be good to go. So just keep going even when it gets hard. And appreciate it all. That's why I've been – that was my message today to the young guys, which is appreciate being here. Not many people can say that they play for the University of Oregon, especially all your, friend, all your friends back home. They all wish that they were here, but you're here doing it, you know, yeah. so just have fun and appreciate it. On that same vein, what's your as – a, as a veteran of the program, what is your pitch to a recruit now? Like, big-time guy is going to make a decision, the same decision that you had to make, like – what do you tell a recruit that's thinking about Oregon now to get them to come here? I think one of the easiest pieces I always hit them with is, do you want to have fun in college or do you want to win football games? And I think you can have fun and win football games here at the University of Oregon, but a lot of people tend to forget that when you come here to play to play at the University of Oregon, you come here to win. You're not coming right. here to be average, you know? So I tell people all the time, if you really want to be as great as you say you want to be, you got to come to Oregon because the way we handle things up here, it's a lot different. And the total mindset of the team is a lot different than a lot of other college places, you know? Well done. That's uh, Well done. See, veteran here on the show. <laughs> Steven Jones is with us. Quick timeout. We're going to come back and ask if offensive linemen do, in fact, hold on every play. We're back after this on the Oregon Sports yes, Network sir. from Learfield. Yes. As a local community credit union founded by teachers, OnPoint is committed to supporting the students and faculty at the University of Oregon. And on game day, we're right there with you on the field, in the bleachers, and in the classrooms. Drop by our local branch today and discover the many ways OnPoint can help support your financial well-being. 
On Point Community Credit Union. People are the point. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Duck fans. We're all about protecting our home turf here in Eugene. You should do the same for your home with Country Financial Insurance. Most home insurance doesn't account for inflation, but with Country Financial, yours can. If something happens to your home, make sure you can rebuild the same house in the same place. Call a local representative or 866-COUNTRY and get a solid defense for your home. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Casualty Insurance Company, or Country Preferred Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Property must meet aging condition requirements, which vary by state. Your home for Duck football. Dump a short pass. It's intercepted. Oh, oh, what a throw. What a catch. Precious steps up. Goes down. The Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Uh-oh. Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, but you can't drive high. reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back in the Country Financial Studio, the Toyota Coaches Show. Stephen Jones is with us. All right, so we've had some defensive linemen over the years. Doralis, I know you're paying attention to this. (laughs) So do O-linemen hold on every play? First off, no, we don't. Okay, <laughs> let me set the record straight, Doorless. We do not hold on every play. Okay, just because you didn't get to the quarterback that time does not mean it was a hold. Okay, this whole holding scheme, this is this is a hoax that was made up by a defensive lineman to make us believe that we hold every play. But that is our, our job is to block you and to keep you away from the quarterback. So. I think in certain situations, when you watch college football and like the NFL too, you see a lot of times where like on film, it looks like, oh, he's holding. Yeah. Why, what is he doing? But really, you got to keep in perspective that the offensive lineman doesn't know what's going on behind him. Right. We don't have eyes on the back of our heads. So we're going to block you wherever you're going. Contrary to popular belief. Yes, contrary to popular right. belief. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to block you wherever you're going. And then when we realize what's going on, we got to let you go. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it might take a couple seconds after, you know, but hey. We we don't hold, okay? That's not our job. Yeah, understood. Jeez, I understood. can't believe that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, every defensive lineman's gonna say that, though. Yeah, it is. Right? They are. They are. You know. Yeah. So it when you when you though pancake a guy, and we're talking to the winner of the pancake award this week, by the way, everybody. So thank you. What's that feeling like? Man. That's one of the best feelings in the world, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know, after the, the block this past weekend, it's behind me, so I don't really want to, you know. But after that one, I just got up laughing because I was like, there's <laughs> no way. There's no way that really just happened. And I was 
granted the opportunity to do something like that, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, it just comes down to imposing your will and who's going to be the hammer, who's going to be the nail. So, when it comes to pancakes, like, that's what every offensive lineman we, we drive for, you know? So, that's been our big goal in the offensive line room. Obviously, you know, we, we try to see who has the most pancakes each game and stuff like that. But, um, pancaking, that's, like, that's the art of offensive linemen. You when know? you engage with a guy, is there a moment, like, right off the bat, you know, you've got him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can kind of tell. And sometimes you can tell by, like, the first play of the, of the game, you know. It sets the tone on how they're going to play for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. So that's huge to me. Like, however you however you hit me on the first play or the first, you know, the first couple drives will tell me how you're going to, you know, play this whole entire game. So it's a little nerve-wracking, but it's fun once you get into yeah. it. You know, once you get into the heat of it, you're like, all right, let's just keep going, you yeah. know. That, that, so. That's the ebb and flow of a game, too, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I get that. Steven Jones with us, talking O-line. All right. General question, but a big question. What makes a good offensive lineman? I think the biggest trait that makes a good offensive lineman is how selfless they can be. You know, we'll never touch the ball. We'll never get a touchdown. We'll never get a catch. No way, man. No, it no, no. Don't, no. It could happen. Okay, not never. It could happen. Not never. But on uh, 99% of the time, you know, we're not, we're not getting the ball handed to us or have that opportunity. So being a selfless offensive lineman is huge because then you'll learn how to work with the people around you. And once you learn how to work with the people around you, you make a good offensive line unit. So if every person on that offensive line is selfless and understands that they're playing for the betterment of someone else, then you're green. You how know? valuable is that chemistry, too? I mean, you're a guy that's played with a lot of different guys around you. You know, How valuable is it? How have you gone about building it in your career? It's, I think it's very valuable. Um, we talk about it every single week. Uh, we got to make sure that we're all on the same page. We're all communicating the same way. And uh, it starts with our center. I tell Jackson Powers before every game, you lead us today. Like, we all listen to you. Whatever you say goes. And we try to hold that true because he's the – obviously, he's the heart of it all. So, but, you know, being as an offensive line group, that chemistry and that communication and everything is very crucial to win games. Coach Terry, uh, what's it been like playing for a league, Terry? A guy yeah. that you go back with a little go bit. Go back with. See, I'm old. I'm yeah. a vet again, okay? <laughs> I was here when Coach Terry was a GA. And yeah. it's crazy because – when he was a GA, you know, he'd come over to my apartment and we'd hang out, you know, play dice and, you know, do a bunch of other stuff. So, like, <laughs> yeah. it's so crazy to see him leave, go to the NFL, come back, and be my online coach, you that's know. That's great. And I just love it. I mean, Coach Terry, that's been my guy from the jump ever since he got here. You know, we've been like this. And having him as my coach is even better because when he was a GA, he taught me some of the things that I still st- tell myself to this day, you know. And just to see him – be able to teach his wisdom to everyone else, it's its an honor because, like, he's one of the smartest dudes I've ever been around, especially in the offensive line room. Uh, we went to O-line masterminds camp uh, two years ago out in Texas yeah. while he was at Hawaii. And even though he was at Hawaii, we was obviously, you know, I still right. knew him, so we were all talking and stuff. And there was a lot of older coaches who was trying to learn stuff from him. Huh. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, this dude is a real deal, and he knows what he's talking about. Because if you're a 30-, 40-year-old coach, you know, that's been in the game for a minute, and you're coming up to him for tips and tricks, yeah. that says a lot about who you are, you know. So well, this is great. Coach Terry is uh, – I'm actually talking with him tomorrow after practice uh-huh. for our pregame show. Okay. So thanks, thank you yeah, for this. This, this is course. great. This, yes, is good, this is a good scouting yes, report for, for my, uh, my interview coming up. <laughs> but all right, a couple final thoughts. Uh, just perspective of the program. You know, you're a guy who's a veteran, as we've said. Has it sunk in yet? Like, is it starting to hit you that your career is coming to an end? Like, have you let have you let yourself think about that yet? You know, I've been thinking about that since last year. Really? You know, you know things happen. So, obviously, I'm here for another year, and I've been enjoying it. But, you know, I've kind of just learned to appreciate it all. You know, the, you only do college once in your life. You never really go back again. So, 
and being here on this program, this is only a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I appreciate it every day. I think that goes into my mindset going into practice because like now we're in November football. Yeah. No one wants to be out there when it's 30 degrees, freezing cold like today, you know. <laughs> but just being so old and, you know, realizing that my time here is coming to an end, I, like practice was so fun today. And I just loved being out there with everyone. So just appreciating it all and appreciating every day that you have here it's a blessing. So. It's a good perspective. Oh, yeah. It's a good perspective. Uh, so you're going to be under the light, 7.30 kickoff. Big so. one against uh, the Trojans. I imagine the fans will have a, a long runway into the game. I'll put it that way. You <laughs> you anticipating a good environment? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really fun. I think this is going to be – this is our first night game of the year, so I know everyone's going to want to show off for it. And, you know, playing at USC, that's always one of my favorite games of the year. Coming from Southern California, you know, I yeah. always love to play the Trojans. I figured. So it's going to be a great game, though. You know, I'm excited to play. I think it's going to be fun for all the new guys who haven't played in a night game here at the University of Oregon. They're going to realize that, you know, the night games here are the real deal. So – I can't wait. Advice for 17-year-old you. I think I asked you this last year. Has it changed this um, year? Like, what would you tell yourself when you were 17? When I was 17, what would I tell myself? 18. Um, shoot, the advice I gave earlier is yeah. keep going. <laughs> keep going. Just keep going. Because I was, <laughs> you know, being my freshman and sophomore year and with the different coaching staff we had back then, it was a little bit more militant. So, you know, I was so hard on myself every single day. If I had one little mistake in practice, it was the worst practice of the year, and I wasn't going to be able to do anything about it. But, no, once I – once, like I said, once I realized you just got to keep going no matter what and it will pan out for itself, I think that's some of the best advice that I've taught myself but also heard from other people. So that's what I'd tell myself if I was a freshman or if I was 17 again, you know. That's awesome. Uh, lastly, you've obviously had some great battles with uh, your brothers on the defensive line over the years in practice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have some memorable ones, <laughs> some um, matchups from practice where you're like, oh, man, I will not forget this when I'm done playing? Um. I remember there's been a lot. I've played against a lot of defensive linemen yeah. over the years. Uh, I think one of my biggest ones was against Justin Hollins back yeah. in uh, 2018. I was playing tackle, and he was DN. And I've never had a defensive lineman beat me by grabbing both my wrists and just not letting me do what I usually have to wow. do. I was going to go punch him, and he just grabbed both of them, and we were in there salsa in, on, in the middle of the field. <laughs> I was like, I, this has never happened before. So, But, I mean, over the years, it's always a battle with everyone. KT, uh, Dorless, Keon Ware Hudson, we've yeah. been going against each other since fourth grade. You know, we played right. football together. So, uh, my guy Suava, every new guy that has came in, I love going against our D-line. I think one of our yeah. D-line is always one of the most prepared and one of the most physical D lines we see throughout the year. So there's been too many battles, to be honest. It's yeah. just it's always war every day. Yeah, so that's awesome. So you're going to play football, I imagine, long as you can. Yes, sir. What's next for you after that? Play football. Play some more football. All right. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, who knows? Maybe going to coaching and stuff like that. Maybe electrical engineering. Who knows? You know, I'm just excited to get to the next level or really finish out the season, have a wonderful year with my brothers, and then see where it takes us, you know? Coaching. Electrical engineering. Who knows? Who's to know? Who knows? We'll see. Know. We'll see. Smart guy on the offensive line, Stephen Jones. Stephen, yes, sir. thanks for being here, Appreciate buddy. Appreciate y'all. Thank Appreciate you for it. Me. Thank you. Thank you. When we come back, uh, Ducks, Trojans, final preview. Jorgie's keys to the game next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. 
When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. My name is Teresa Barber. I was in the United States Navy and I served overseas in the Middle East and Africa. Early on in my career, I had a commander that taught our suicide prevention training and then the very next day he took his own life. 90% of suicide attempts involving a gun are fatal. My way of continuing my service is to help protect my community by being a responsible gun owner and by storing firearms safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by N Family Fire and the Ad Council. This message is for Karina, our mom who finished her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Amethyst and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We, We love, love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. And here's Heather with the weather. Well, it's beautiful out there, sunny and 75, almost a little chilly in the shade. Now, let's get a read on the inside of your car. It is hot. You've only been parked a short time and it's already 99 degrees in there. Let's not leave children in the back seat while running errands. It only takes a few minutes for their body temperatures to rise. And that could be fatal. Cars get hot fast and can be deadly. Never leave a child in a car. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We're back on the Toyota Coaches Show. Thanks to Dan Lanning for our Pepsi Coaches interview. Mike Jorgensen with us. I'm Joey Mack. In for Jerry Allen, who's still, even if he doesn't show up for picks on Friday, he's in first place. We stink. He's something else. He's isn't something he? else this year. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He's something else. I just I can't wait to get together with him here on Friday and just praise him for yep. everything that he does so well and how he dresses and how the beard's coming <laughs> hey, in. Hey, by the way, how's the beard looking hey, for you? I just look at he, this, everybody. He's my inspiration. Okay, can you? It looks good. Yeah, it's coming nope. in a little bit. I don't know how long I'm gonna let it go though, but you know. I, well, I we'll mean, see. If, if Jerry is any is the leader that he, he is, is, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm yeah. doing it because of him. Yeah, I'm not. Oh. I shaved today, so sorry. Okay. I'm, anyway, 7:30 kickoff, 5:30 pregame show. Uh, Alik Terry will be our McDonald's assistant coach spotlight this week. I, I'm talking to him tomorrow. I'm excited to talk to Alik. Playing I, dice. I know. Stephen Jones. Playing dice. He's <laughs> a position coach. Oh, uh, that's but so it, good. anyway, I, I have not talked to Alik since he uh, came back to the program. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. And, Jordan, you just in general, the offensive line has played really, really well this oh year. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just the, the way that they've grown, Joey. I mean, that, that's what I like about it is, you know, at the beginning of the season you could see the talent, but the amount of downs that they had played together in game-type situations, which just wasn't there compared to the group before the last two or three years, the amount of downs that those guys have played together was invaluable. You just couldn't count how important that was in everything that they did, the communication. There basically was no communication because they all knew what, what, what the other guy was going to do. This – 
group had to grow, and they grew quickly through three or four games. I just knew and had that great feeling based on the talent that by game five or six, if they had a chance to play a lot of downs together, special things were going to happen, and, and that's what's happening right now. And, of course, we talked a lot last year about the Oregon offensive line limiting sacks and limiting the pressure on Bo Nix. That's continued this year. Bo mm-hmm. is still one of the least pressured quarterbacks in the entire country. And then also the analytics tell you that he's one of the best quarterbacks when he's under pressure. Um, And I'm excited for the Bo Nix narrative, the Caleb Williams narrative. I think all of those things this weekend under the lights, this is a big opportunity for Oregon against a good Trojan team. It is. It is. I mean, it's a dangerous Trojan team. And that's the thing about it is you you see what they do and how quick they can score points. It doesn't feel like any lead that you have will be safe or if you trail – USC's lead will be safe because of the way that these two teams operate. So it's going to be fun under the lights, but if you can run the ball, <laughs> watch out. I think I think a key is run the ball. Uh, and certainly that's what Washington did in all seriousness. Yeah, Washington did. did that against USC. A big reason why I think Washington was able to pull away late in that game. Yeah, takes the pressure off the quarterback, no doubt about it. And, and the thing is, USC gets after the quarterback, too. Right. They have a lot of sacks, so they got to protect. 7.30, kicking it off at Autzen Stadium. Uh, the Oregon women's basketball team just got a victory here tonight. A 26-point win that's just gone final over at Matthew Knight Arena. I love the fact that uh, we're into the overlap season. Men's basketball, women's basketball underway. Fun time. Yeah, fun time. Uh, a 5.30 pregame show. Mention Elite Terry. Uh, Coach Dan Lanning will sit down with us uh, tomorrow as well. And I'll tell you, I also talked with Ty Thompson this week, Jordan. Actually, part of why we, we talked so much with Coach Lanning. Talking with Ty Thompson, uh, it was an awesome conversation. And then Amari and Winston sat down with Ryan Milano, who's here running audio tonight. That's on the pregame show starting at 5.30 here coming up. And... Man. Let's go. I'm excited. Can't wait. I, I know that there's Can't a wait. lot of talk about kickoff times. I like that it's at 730. Me too. Me too. I'm in. I'm in. Ducks and Trojans, 730. We'll see you at Autzen Stadium. Good night, everybody. This has been the Oregon Football Coaches Show on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by Toyota. Let's go places. Tonight's show has also been brought to you by Country Financial Insurance. Protect what matters. And by Pepsi and Bigfoot Beverages. Go Ducks. Drink Pepsi. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.